Hey, my besties, take some time out to sit back, relax, and chat with us. Ranging from all kinds of topics, such as relationships, friendships, social media, self-care, spirituality, attaining your dreams, and just navigating life with the support of your besties. We started this podcast to make healthy girl talk more common and a form of therapy for young women and even men who may need the company. See if you can relate to our podcast and laugh with us, because what's life without laughing? You can even be featured on the podcast by sending us an email. We want to be your new besties. Come and chat with us. If you'd like to leave us reviews, tips, or contact us for anything, email us at bestietalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bestietalk underscore. New episodes every other Friday. We can't wait to hear from you. Sincerely, your new besties, Maya, Leah, and Cece. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Bestie Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about mental health and struggling with faith. Um, it's common. I feel like a lot of us don't really talk about it like that. But yeah, of course, you already know how we started off. We started off with a card, a card game. So I'm just going to pass mm-hmm. it over to Leah, <laughs> Hey y'all! So today I'm gonna. Hey y'all! <laughs> right, she jumped in there so country. <laughs> so I'm pulling from the Skin Deep Strangers edition. So I'm just gonna tell Maya and see. Tell me when to stop. <laughs> I'm not even shuffling. We don't right. stop for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we make her mad at us. <laughs> like y'all, y'all gonna pull. <laughs> all right stop okay oh. Maya really wasn't gonna say nothing <laughs> okay what's a mistake you make repeatedly and what would happen if you stopped making it wow I like <laughs> she said wow I liked it <laughs> you wanna go see or you want I mean, it's a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I mean, my biggest mistake, just to like make it general, I guess my mistake is lack of discipline. So I will literally write a goal down, tell myself I'm going to do something, and then do it for a week, maybe two weeks if you're lucky, and then fall off the bandwagon and stop doing it. I feel so, that. So, yeah. So sad. Okay. So if I did actually because the question like the second part was what, what would happen if you, you stop making yeah yeah so like let's say gym i tell myself i'm gonna have this gym regimen oh my gosh you know how fine i would be by now if i actually did what i was supposed to be doing <laughs> you mean fine period okay fine exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly because <laughs> you already fine yeah i probably my business will be like way more booming than what it is i probably have so much money in the bank yeah if i was more disciplined than what i am so yeah i think that's like the main one for everybody because at first me i was thinking about i was like i don't make mistakes like that for real but (laughs) (laughs) period period what mistake (laughs) but mine is I guess the mistake that I would like to fix is procrastination. I procrastinate for everything. Like, I can't name one thing I don't procrastinate towards. Like, whether it's getting closer to God, whether it's working out, whether it's doing my homework or just self-care, all that. 
So I feel like if I stopped procrastinating, I would just be like well-rounded all around. But you know, our mistakes is what makes us us, makes us beautiful in our own way. So I'll stop procrastinating one day, hopefully. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She said, I'm the way that I am. The other day, I love how she turned that into positive. But the other day, I don't know like who I was listening to. But they were like, the devil's favorite word is tomorrow. He likes to convince us that we always have tomorrow. And we, one day, we're not going to have it. So it's like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to call my auntie who has been wanting me to check on her. But it's like, okay, you never always have that family member with you or whatever it is. To, like, the devil's favorite word is tomorrow. Like, con- constantly whispering, like, we got tomorrow and we don't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to make that to you. Love you guys. <laughs> Keep going. No, I was thinking about that too, though. But this is news to me. I didn't know the devil be like trying to push us to think we have a tomorrow. Because I thought God like tells us to take it one day at a time. Is that the same thing? Well, like taking one day at a time, like you got the next day. Is that the same? Well, like in the context, like of course the devil's gonna tell you if you're trying to do something that's good for you. Of course he's gonna be like, no, wait till tomorrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're trying to get closer to God and read your Bible, oh, I forgot to read it. It's okay. I got tomorrow. Yeah, if you, yeah. you know, you know, you got health problems and you like, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's the mindset I got to put. Tomorrow isn't always promised. So, like, do, your, do the stuff that you want, like your goals today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least, like, a little bit by little bit. Do a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, for me, I would say my mistake is overthinking a lot. Like, mm-hmm. if I could stop overthinking about the smallest things, I feel like I would be more courageous to just step out and do everything without thinking, oh, who's going to see me or what What are they going to say about me? You know, I feel like I would be more advanced than where I'm at now. Because I'm thinking about all the naysayers and everything like that. Um, still working on it. Cause, but I take it one day at a time. Like, if, say for instance, right? If I put on an outfit and I'm like, dang, like that's my first outfit and not, that I had in my head. But I go back in the back and I'm like, okay, let me change this because what if somebody see me? I don't look right in this or something like that. Um, if I could just stop overthinking, then I think I would be, I'd be all right. Yeah, that's real. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I be feeling like overthinking is like the killer of your true joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gives us anxiety yeah. and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. But look, that was a good question. I really did like that question. Yeah, that question like <laughs> is I a good it, segue. Yeah, because we can think about it in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I could talk on this topic for like the whole episode, but you yeah. lying because like like um, he said it is a segue too. Because I feel like we always... Maya's answer. Oh yeah, I was about to say like your answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, um, like we said, mental health and um, struggling with faith. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we picked this topic is because, of course, like I said in the beginning, I feel like this is a topic that I feel like. Not a lot of people discuss. Don't get me wrong. I feel like um, we have been more open to it um, now. It's more common than 
back when I was in high school or even middle school, where where I'm from at least, where it really wasn't common. Um, if you had like a down day, um, quote unquote, that's what my mom would call it, or you're depressed or anything like that, they'll just tell you you're fine, just go in a room somewhere, like do what you need to do. Um, but they really didn't, didn't rule it as okay, well, this is a mental health issue. So I feel like us speaking about it now, for me personally, kind of is allowing me to open up things or open up um, closets that I closed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because you can't fix yeah. a problem unless you are aware of it first. Exactly. Not that it's a problem because it's literally just something that every human goes through. But, yeah. you know, you can't try to figure out coping mechanisms if you're not even willing to recognize that it's a problem. Yep. I feel like women are like kind of better at that than men. Men gonna push you under the rug every time. Push you under the rug. Push you under the rug. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes we're a little bit more um we're just like I don't know, we'll talk it's about going our emotions too. Yeah. 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 Whereas men, I feel like they have this um stigma. Is it is is stigma? it stigma? Yeah, sit down where it's just like, okay, I can't cry or you're not supposed to see a man cry or my emotions can't be displayed because I got to be hard and tough all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the time, like, no, I cry. I actually like for a man to, you know, be in tune with his emotions because I feel like he he knows, like, okay, well, I know how I'm feeling, so it, he can communicate to me better. And understand right. more because he understands like okay I understand how she's feeling and everything like that so I'm not gonna be too hard on her or something like that you know yeah and like yeah. have some type of em- empathy because I feel like a lot of men like don't really have empathy like that because yeah. empathy is basically being able to like read emotions and like mm-hmm. be in tune with your own emotions and if you don't have empathy man it's hard to like care for who you're with but anyway we can talk about relationships sorry yeah, yeah. all right y'all we be getting into like relationships and stuff so quickly but no, anyway so after that though um yeah like it kind of reminded me of my dad because my dad was mm-hmm. raised where like suppress your emotions don't really mm-hmm. show what you're feeling like at all you can't cry none of that and I mm-hmm. remember like at the beginning of this year when I was like really depressed because I was going through like a breakup or whatever I like was asking my dad and my mom for advice and my mm-hmm. dad was like um just get over it she broke up with you because she wanted somebody else get over it that stuff happens on to the next and I'm like this ain't help me at all this make me want to like <laughs> I was going to say something that I shouldn't have uh-huh. to <laughs> I was like, this made me want to, like, blow my brains out. What are you telling me this for? Right. <laughs> but okay. I feel like that also goes with the topic of this podcast. Because I feel like, like, a lot of people are suicidal. And I feel like being, like, suicidal and trying to obey God and religion and all that is, like, really difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's like, it. And I was just about to say, like, with the previous generation, I don't know how, because to me, I like, my brain can't comprehend the fact that they are kind of robotic about certain things. Like your father was saying, like, for him, it's like, okay, these things happen, on to the next, life goes on. But I don't, I can't comprehend, like, how do you keep hope if you just are okay with the fact that you gonna keep getting hit upside the head with like shitty things in life. It's like, okay, well, how am I supposed to keep hope? Mm-hmm. 
But they just be doing it. They just be <laughs> moving through this life. <laughs> but they do it in a bad way. Because those right. press yeah. their emotions. They feel awful. And that's why they drink. Not necessarily talking about my dad. But a lot of I was about to say. Especially in my family. They just drink their feelings away. Like, yep. We it. drinking. Avoiding all your. All your mental health problems. Like, Are they take out their anger on other people? That's yep, absolutely. Of- getting their emotions out is by being mean and being angry mm-hmm. and what Cole said we gotta bring it back to Cole cause J. Cole said something about um at the end of his song Once an Attic he was like basically saying you're gonna go through pain in this life but choose how you release it and a lot of people release it through what you say like violence or drugs or drinking or pornification okay. like sex addictions and stuff like that do you think um basically religion and worshiping god and all that do you think that helps a lot for people that does that do suppress their emotions do you think that helps because i've never really saw someone that suppresses their emotions be like they never go to god so i'm wondering if they were willing to go to god do you think it would help I think that it would help. Like, I don't know why, like some of us, I know for me, I just started praying in a matter of like a conversation. Before I used to pray, like, I used to pray, like, I don't know, like, you know how you're taught to like these certain prayers, these certain like memorizable prayers. Mm -hmm. But now I pray like a conversation. Like I'm literally having a conversation with my friend. Sometimes I be catching attitudes with God and I literally will have attitudes with my voice or like I'll get really stern with him. And I know he's probably like... Child, I'm gonna do that. (laughs) But, like, I really am just, if I'm feeling something, I just lay it flat out at his feet. And a lot of people will shy away from, like, oh, if I'm feeling depressed or if I'm feeling like my, you were speaking about it earlier, if I'm feeling depressed or having this anxiety and stuff, I don't want him to think I'm questioning him. So maybe I don't want to have this conversation with God or like pray to God about this. And y'all, not to make this too heavy, but I think I had texted you guys when it happened, um, like briefly, but didn't really explain to you who who this person was to me. But one of my good friends took her life earlier this year um, in May, like mid-May. And she was a a high school friend. Um, She ended up going to college like in Pennsylvania. So we would like catch up over social media and stuff. And last year we FaceTimed a few times. Like we would have like these little FaceTime or we would have like Zoom dates. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And just like catch up on each other's life and stuff. And um, her name was Brianna, beautiful person. So, so, so beautiful. But she was like a heavy Christian. Like she was definitely a believer. She was like us. And well, I wouldn't even say like us because she wasn't, she didn't have any worldly ways about her really. Like pretty sure she was still a virgin like she just was such a good person and she was always the same like you know how we've like had like different evolutions and stuff like Brianna just was always herself since high school just never changed like same old Brianna and um so like pure but she struggled with depression and I never knew that because she was one of those people who was always smiley and always uplifting you and stuff and it like when I learned about her death, 
I really was having a hard time with how can this person, she had like the platform on Instagram where she would talk about scriptures in the Bible and um, break it down and like talk about dating as a Christian and stuff like that. And I'm like, how did she go to the point of taking her life when she was also like this heavy Christian? Like I had a really hard time with like comprehending that. But the reality is, is like things like that happen because as Christians, we're scared to talk about how we're feeling or we're scared to get help around our depression or around our anxiety and stuff like that. And it's like, yo, like God does not want us in pain. He really, really, really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like the reason we're going through these depressions or like anxiety and stuff like that is basically what I was talking about earlier with the sermon was saying how we stay in our head so much. Sometimes we isolate ourselves. Like we make up these stories in our head and then you got the enemy telling these stories and mm-hmm. it's never God who's, he's not like an author of confusion. Like it's not God who's putting us in pain. Like I feel like it's the enemy and it's our free will where we make these decisions that cause pain upon ourselves. But God is always going to take you out of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm going, I'm talking to it. No. But basically, no, <laughs> but I just feel like, I really hate that, you know, as Christians out here, like, taking a life like that, because God does not want that for you. He does not want you in so much pain. Like I was saying earlier, for me personally, I think it's more of, it's contradicting, um, especially, mm-hmm. like, to to me. Not saying that I'm saying that, especially, uh, so how I was raised, it's contradicting. My mm-hmm. mindset now is a little bit different, um, but... Growing up, it was contradicting because it's just like, they would be like, you know, if you believe in God and you trust in God and God said, don't be anxious for anything, you know, why why do you have anxiety? Why are you depressed? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or they wouldn't really even focus so much on the anxiety, that depression part um, is more like, why are you sad? You have food, water, a place to stay and everything like that. I'm not understanding, you know, People, kids handle things differently from how y'all handle it now. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you putting God into it and everything like that. And like you said, see, God don't want us to be in pain. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that, you know, having a scripture, don't be anxious for anything. It's just like, dang, you know, I'm, I, I have anxiety. I'm depressed. It's kind of embarrassing almost how I feel personally. Embarrassing almost because it's like, how can I say that I fully trust God when it's kind of myself to remove myself from situation that I should be casting on him. You know what I'm saying? Like all my cares, mm-hmm. I should cast them on him, him and everything. So it's just like, I don't know. It's like how mm-hmm. I, I don't know, if, that, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes we might take things like too literal. I just feel like God he already knows we're flawed. Like, yeah. he knows, especially in this world we live in today, it's like yeah. more and more things keep being, like, invented for us to freaking have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to, like, all this technology and stuff like that, it's super overwhelming. But I just feel like we go through struggles and stuff like that because this is the world we live in and what's going to make us you know, have a stronger relationship with with him is when we come to him 
-hmm. about what we're going through. If we don't come to him about what we're going through, same thing as like a literal parent, like your earthly your earthly parent. You're gonna go through things because this is the world I birth I birthed you in is in troubled, crazy, sick world. You're gonna go through things, but me and you, as a mom or and daughter, mom and father, or yeah, or a father and daughter. I cannot get closer to you if I'm not even like coming to you about anything I'm going through. Like yeah. it's going to always be this awkward distance between us. Cause we don't even have, you know, a relationship. Like I, don't, I really don't come to you. So I feel like it's the same thing. Like the heavenly father It's like, I'm here for that you. I'm here to help. Yeah. Yeah. No, like That's I'm how I think of it to keep saying. myself sane. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like everything that you're saying is absolutely right too. Cause um, that was another thing because I was in, I don't know, like, of course, when we first started out, um, especially me and Leah, we were doing like Bible study and um, watching sermons together. And we even like, we, we all, all three of us said that we were going to start doing it and everything. But what happened, I guess, was after I let up on reading my Bible, because um, one thing that I used to do is like uh, morning and night, I would read my Bible, at least a scripture, something like that. And I'm not really praying to him as much as I should and everything like that. Like, I think. I allowed so much. That's what I told you guys earlier. Um, I didn't guard my mind. My mind wasn't guarded. I didn't have that, um, what they call it, um, protection. This is like a, a like armor that, protection or something like that. Yeah, like a cloak of protection. Yeah, something like that. I didn't have that. Um, I didn't have my mind guarded. So I was letting the smallest little things affect my emotion rather than be, um, that's what I'm saying. That's where the overthinking come in at because it's just like, okay, well, this person said something to me weird. So everything be like, okay, they don't like me. Or, you know, the smallest little problem at work happened. And now I'm allowing it to come and affect my emotions and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So during this whole time, I even started to basically not pray and not do everything I need to do. And I kind of become, became upset with God and everything like that. Because I'm just like, bro, you move me out here. I'm still having like um a little bit of problems with moving out here. I'm like, bro, you move me out here. Like why and everything like that because you just like you you uprooted me from a spot where i was comfortable mind you keyword you, he, wants, he wants to be comfortable exactly mm-hmm. moving from moving from a place where i was comfortable i'm talking about i feel like i had it all to a place where now it was just like i feel like i have nothing you know you gotta build again um, exactly so it's kind of hard so it was just like i was upset and that's when my struggle with faith started coming in because i'm just like how do you Listen. say you got me when i'm not even hearing from you how you say you got me when I'm over here praying to you the way I'm supposed to be praying or whatever like that is it as consistent as it used to be? No. But how you say you got me when I'm over here doing everything that you want me to do, but you ain't even hearing me. I feel like you're not talking back to me. I feel like you're not speaking to me. I feel like you're not you you ain't rocking with me the way you said that you was rocking with me. So it's just like it's kinda hard. I ain't gonna say it was kinda hard because it's still every now and then I deal with that. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like like you know from here like what do I do like do I still love God absolutely do I still know that he'll come through absolutely have I gotten better from um last week um two three weeks ago absolutely but it's just Mm -hmm. like it's still it's still there like I still do feel some resentment almost and I don't want to feel like this because he continued to provide for me I keep trying to think about good like continue to provide for me continue to do like all this stuff for me but it's just like I'm I'm still like, dang, man. I'm proud of you, though, for still, like, you just recognizing how you feel 
and still having faith, even though you are feeling low inside sometimes, you know what I mean? But I just think it's funny, like, isn't it funny, like, how childlike we really are? Because, like, when things aren't going our way or going in our timing, that's when we start to struggle with our faith. As long as everything's going good, though, I'm faithful, Lord. I'm here. I'm praying. But then as soon as something ain't going my way, I'm like, Lord, where are you? <laughs> Man. But that's what he said. You got to, like, pray through the highs and the lows. But I feel like don't. And I was um watching um this episode from Elevation Church, the one from last week with the black pastor on that, the doctor. Bro, and I was listening to it as I was working out. So basically what I'm trying to do now is where I don't normally implement God in my life, like I try to, to try to get as much exposure mm-hmm. as possible. And when he told me, when he was telling us about the testimony or whatever, how he had like so many people die in the span yeah. of a month and everything yeah. like that, how he started to almost, you know, lose his faith and everything and how he went to therapy and all this stuff. So it was just like, like to hear other people is going through it as well and not trying to make it seem like everybody has it all together it mm-hmm. it is really it's it's nice because it's just like okay this is a whole pastor who almost lost his faith in god mm-hmm. but the that, you know what i'm saying he already knew what god done in his life it's like because what he said he said the church was asking him pastor we coming back never wary never wary <laughs> <laughs> I said, dang, that's about to lose a whole pastor. <laughs> but um, I was about to say, like, what you were saying about, oh, guarding your heart. I do feel like like that's a responsibility of ours. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, mental health and stuff, of course, we're speaking about, like, in a spiritual way. But, like, even in a secular way, like, people. Okay, let me backtrack what I was going to say. So it's really good that you're Take trying time. to, like. <laughs> implement God into like areas yeah. where maybe you may ha- may not have done that before because like you do literally have to guard your heart you have to like guard your guard ears your eyes yeah because it's easy to like succumb to the craziness around us yeah. um but like in a secular way I feel like people like they'd be so depressed and like having anxiety and stuff like this and I'm even someone I'm a victim of that of like not doing what I should do and like feeling super down or super yeah. low. And I'm like, you know, I really haven't exercised in a long time. And I really haven't like gone out to socialize. Like we were just, Leah was asking me like, did you text those girls who said they want to hang out with you? I was like, no, <laughs> like doing stuff like that. Like I'm not doing what I should to like boost my mood or yeah. my psyche. It's like, girl, you could be helping yourself. But like, I feel like it's our responsibility to like also help ourselves. I was about to say, what they say, faithful without works is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Another thing that you said um, that I wanted to touch on was you said guarding your mind. Um, yeah, you oh, another thing that we said earlier is like um, the enemy, he's so like the different stories that he put in our mind and everything like that. Like we don't have them, if we don't have them guarded or have our mind guarded, like the things that he can place in our mind and then you sit there and went. I'm gonna overthink so but thought come Yeah, mind. you rehearse the the right. SHIC over and over again. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like and it's eat, eat me away or whatever like that. Eating at me. So it's just like just trying to have my mind guarded at all time. And now what I did too is like I got a scripture on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it's just like as soon as I see the scripture, it said let's see. It was just like the Lord has done great things for me or for us and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes or like the stream. Like streams in the 
Nick F. How do you say that? Um, those who sow with tears will reap um, with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping carry seed to sow and will return with songs of joy carrying cheese with them. So just like, you know, I'm crying right now. I know yeah. eventually, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to get better. So, yeah. That's good to have that in front of you all the time. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, so when it comes to like struggling with faith or being on the verge of like losing your faith for y'all for my or is this like the first time or like is this like the top moment in your life where this has happened yes the top like the top top i feel like i'm at my lowest point compared to um the last time i felt like this was in high school but that's when i didn't know god like that for real but now that i know god it's it's been more difficult. It's just like, you know, I'm going through this, but it's just like, bro, like, I already know. And yeah. Lee, I'm not sure about you out or nothing like that, but I know, like, call her out. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, similar situation as well. So, like, how do you feel or how did you feel? You know, calling me out. Like, um, like, similar to like losing faith. Yeah, losing faith that where you was at your lowest point and you just like, dang, guy, like, are you going to show up or did you? I asked that question yeah. to y'all because I've had really, like, dark moments in my life where for whatever reason I had, like, a childlike faith. Maybe I was being dumb in the moment, but I just felt like, oh, everything's going to work out in this moment. Um, But then I've also had other moments where I do feel like there is no time light at the end of the tunnel type of moment. Yeah, you don't see so the light like, in the tunnel. Yeah, so like I have like different moments like that. So that's why I was asking you. So yeah. I, I mean, don't know if Leah, if you have like been through a hard time, but you still have faith, so it was like whatever. Uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's kind of different for me. Like I feel like I relate to this topic, but I don't. Because, like, me, I don't know. I know Maya kind of know, but I don't know if you really know, see. But, like, my whole life, I've been struggling with mental health problems. Like, since I say since I was born, like, and to me, like, my life has been kind of, like, monotone when it comes to, like, bad things happening to me. So you had said, like, you feel like when everything is going good and you're happy, like, you don't really need God at that time. But when it's going bad for you, like, where is God? Um, I kind of feel like for me, like, I've always known about God. I know he's here, but my whole life has been bad in my opinion. I don't really have that many ups in my opinion. So it's like, to me, every day is like the same. I pray to God and I can't really lose something I didn't really have. Like this year has been the closest I've been to God. So I've never really questioned him because good things don't really happen to me that much. I just know he is there because when I when I am at my super, super lowest, like, mm -hmm. even before I became very religious this year, I have prayed to him, like, broke down on my knees, like, feeling like I really want to take my life. And literally every time I cried, even went to church and felt like I'm done, I've prayed to him. And he's always showed me why I shouldn't give up. So mm -hmm. that's kind of why, like, I'm not going to lose. Oh, <laughs> yes. But I do have times where I'm like, dang, like, I really always have bad times. Like, I feel like I'm just this genuine person. Like, I try to always be happy. I never do anybody wrong. Or at least I try not to do anybody wrong. And it's like, dang, why do all these things keep happening to me? And I'm like, why am I still here? All these great people have passed away. Like, even in my family. 
I'm like, God, why didn't you choose me to come home, like, earlier than them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. (laughs) I hear that. But I feel like, like, you don't think, like, some of the things you've been through, like, a lot of people go through? What? Like, do you feel like it's just you? Like, when I'm hearing you say that, I feel like it's almost like, um... You feel like it's a lot of bad things happening to you. Like, dang God, I don't want to. Cause I was about to see. I was about to. No, I'll be like, I'll be like, dang God, why is this happening to me? And me personally, I just cry about it. I have my little breakdowns, and then I just pray. And like, I don't know. I feel like He always literally shows up for me. He either I can be on social media and I see a quote and I start smiling, or somebody like you or Maya randomly text me and say that y'all thinking about me. Even my friend Amari. She'll, like, literally text me saying she's been praying for me. I'm like, wow, okay. Like, this just put a smile on my face while I'm going through this breakdown or whatever. So I feel like he literally always just shows up for me. Even when I do have it in the back of my head, like, why am I still here going through all this? And, yes, the stuff I be going through, it may not be that deep what other people are going through. And I know everybody probably go through what I have been through. But I know I have mental health issues as well, and I've always had them. And I don't know how to deal with them. So I handle mm-hmm. stuff differently than other people. Exactly. Yeah. Some people handle yeah, stuff differently. And people process it differently. Yeah. Like, I was about to say. Nigga, <laughs> hey. Uh, keep going. I was about to say, say for instance, right? And I also want to hit back on your question that you asked. So keep your question in your head. Because I feel like I okay. didn't answer it. But um, say for instance, um, like people who's in a third world country may look at Liz's situation and be like, bro, you, you crying for what? Whereas if the roles are switched or whatever like that, and say for instance they were over here, you know, people handle things differently because they've been through things differently. But yeah, like, your experience is your experience. You can't see past that shit. And if yeah. um, Liz's been like dealing with mental health all her life, then it's just like, yeah, she gonna she gonna see different stuff like differently than what we would and stuff. Right. So that's so, one thing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say that's one thing that I love about us. We're not judgmental, judgmental at all. We accept all of our flaws, and we are allowed to like speak on this topic and say what we have to say. Go ahead. Yeah, because I mean, I don't even look at it as flaws. Like, yeah. I don't feel like mental health is flaws. I, huh? I feel like it's a flaw for me because, like, no, because it makes it harder on you. Yeah, I know that's why you look at because it makes it harder on you. But I see it like almost like alcohol is an addictive substance. So, like, why would you blame an alcoholic for becoming addicted when that's an addictive substance that you are giving this person? So, it's like, I got mental health issues, but how are you going to blame me for having mental health issues? I'm in a fucked up world. Like, I'm pretty susceptible to having mental health issues in this in this world. Like, I don't know. That's kind of... But I know that it's hard on you. Like, you see it like that, but... It's kind of hard when you talk to other people. Like, right. if you do try to talk to other people about it. Of course, I know I always got you and Maya, but, like, sometimes I be wanting to talk to other people, too. Like, I be wishing my parents understand me, or when I was in a relationship, I be wishing that person will understand why I act the way I act. So can you just stick through through this with me, because this is what's messed up about me. So it's like, when you try to talk to other people that aren't close to you, but you want to be close to them, or you want to have that understanding, and they just don't understand you, like, it literally sucks. Yeah. I, like, I get jealous when I see other people always happy, or they never go through everything and they don't see it how I see it because it's like mm-hmm. I wish I could change this about me but I can't so yeah yeah that's no, okay baby <laughs> but I was gonna say like you were saying my like the way you 
process things is different for some people and literally the way that I be processing things like I could go through the most shitty thing like I think y'all was with me during like the last like traumatic moment I've had <laughs> and in my head I really be like you know what <laughs> it's someone out there going through this right now too so I'm you know what I'm really suffering right now and I really feel like I don't want to be here but someone else is probably going through this or I always think to myself no situation in this life and I'm not saying this at all to make you like think no, girl, it. I'm not saying this at all <laughs> but this is just like my maybe like childish demeanor of how I be thinking about things and I'll be like you know what like every situation in this world no situation is new I'd be like you know this is a really fucked up thing happening right now but someone else is going through this or someone else has went through this and if they got through it then yeah, why can't I it. yeah why can't I and um yeah there was something else I was going to say, but I lost Like, you definitely have, I feel like out of the three of us, you have, like, the most positive mindset. Because I swear, like, your advice, it be helping me so much. But it's, like, sometimes, like, I just be feeling, like, don't get offended by what, by what I'm going to say. But mm-hmm. I just be feeling, like, damn, see, I hear you. But my mind's still, sorry, I'm because my mind's still fucked up. So I can try to think that somebody going through the same exact thing right now as me. But it just don't help me. Like, it don't yeah. help me at all. And I wish it did. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I didn't say that to like make you think. That's a that's a mechanism to try. No, not at all. Because like I love the advice you give me, but I'm like, damn, I wish I had the mind. Like, see, because I feel like if I had your mind, like, and I'm not saying what you you might still be going through the feelings and emotions of what you've been going through, but it's like I just wish I had that demeanor and I could carry the stuff like you do. You know. Mm-hmm. I understand. I know. Like, the only time in my life where I felt like. I actually had thoughts of ways to like try to take my life was in middle school. And I swear to you not y'all, the only reason why I got through that time period was, I don't know why, but the magic number in my head was the age 21. And I kept thinking to myself, you are going through this right now and you really can't see past this right now. But one day you're going to be 21 years old. And at 21, your life is not going to be what it is today. So just get to that. Like, that's an unknown time in my head I just felt like once I'm from under the grip or not grip of my parents but like once I'm from under the care of my parents I could take care of myself like you'll have more control like you'll be all right like that that's like the only so I guess that's just how I get through things is you can't see past right now but guess what the future is going to come and just get to the future because the future is not going to be what it is today but that's just yeah since I was a kid that's like how I and I myself out I didn't know that about you like would you feel comfortable sharing why you had wanted like why you felt that way in middle school yeah it was literally my mom and my stepdad's relationship was so heavy and toxic and like um they were together since I was like eight years old and they split when I was uh like 13 14 mm-hmm. but when I tell you like so heavy like I don't know like he was a really unpredictable man um and kind of manipulative um I look back and I'm grateful for like financially him taking care of me where my father was not um but he was just a human who was really hard to understand and like him and my mom were total opposites total 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 opposites Mm -hmm. so in the household it was constant arguing constant like like I was telling you like violence was like a thing my childhood no matter what whether it was 
my mom with my dad, my mom with my stepdad, my mom with other random men. It was always a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. Or watching my dad with my brothers, them fighting, watching my stepdad with their brothers, them fighting. Like, so in the household, it just felt like walking in that house was like walking through, like you had to like swim through the tension in that house. Like it was just really crazy. So I don't know. And as a good kid or whatever, I was a good kid because I just always tried not to create any problems because there's already enough problems in this house. So I just felt like I had no way out. Like, yeah, like I'm only like 12. Like I still got so many years under their fucking care. I'm like, I have no way out. Like I just really rather just not be here. And yeah, so that was what it was. Just me not being a kid, not being able to take that mental and emotional, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that happens to yourself out of that because that's yeah. rare to do at that young age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, boo. But mm-hmm. we all survivors because we all here right now. We're going to be here for the long haul. For the long haul. <laughs> We're going to be old in country one day yelling at somebody's grandkids. <laughs> I know Maya's going to say something. Yeah. Um, have y'all ever had a moment where y'all felt like, well, Leah, I know you just said what you said, but um, about how you haven't felt happy, but like, have you ever, or have y'all ever had a moment where y'all felt like, okay, like, I'm kind of good mentally, I'm okay, and everything like that, like, even if it's like compared to your lowest day where you felt like, okay, it's not my lowest, lowest, Leah, but it's a little bit better than what, you know. I'm through that moment right now. You like, feel like you're Yeah, I haven't been as religious as I've been this whole year. And it hasn't been taking a toll on me, but I've been feeling bad, cause, especially because school has been so stressful. It's like the more, like, each semester comes, it's like the more stuff they throw at me, like, work-wise and being stressed or whatever. So i kind of been trying to make time for that. And like making myself happy, but I haven't been making enough time for God. But I actually been like really good lately, like like really really good. And like I'm kind of questioning. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Because not much has changed. But- excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm just doing this to help y'all out. Okay. <laughs> This is for my gym buffs, my workout queens and kings. It's not easy to find a good plant-based protein powder out here. You're in the gym, building muscle, you're hydrating your body, eating your fruits and veggies. Do not, I repeat, do not put any trash protein powder in your body, all right? But I got you, I can help you out. Made from the brand Neutralite Organics, I offer chocolate or vanilla flavored plant protein on my site, glowwithcc.com. That is G-L-E-A-U-X-W-I thcici.com it is free from dairy gluten and soy it has 21 grams of protein okay 21 grams it does contain coconut warning for anyone with that coconut allergy but let me tell y'all it's so smooth and it's so delicious sometimes i just drink it as a treat to myself even when i'm not working out but go ahead and grab it it's on glowthecc.com You know what? I'm so glad you said that. I think I was watching or reading something where it was just like, we are so used to negative. I think it was a sermon 
where we're so used to negative, we don't even realize we deserve the positive. And because we don't deserve it, we have, and um, like, we question it, like, dang, this weird. What's about to go down? We get a little paranoid. What's about to happen? You know what I'm saying? Bro, <laughs> like, you start putting your arm around. What? What? But whole time was just like, what if that's like your new norm now? Like, it's just like, God, this is where God wants you to be in this moment to where, you know, you're happy and everything like that. So don't yeah. think about it like, you know, something about to happen. Enjoy the moment because you happy. Yeah, that's powerful though. You said like, what if it is your new norm? You and know? it's crazy. Sometimes we be so used to like, not that, you know, be in a situation exactly. that like almost here. What if it's your new norm almost feels like, it's not my new norm, but it's like it really could be. <laughs> yeah, but, no, like you actually going out there to make yourself happy and everything like that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, see what about you? I actually didn't comprehend your question. What was your question? Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, basically, I just asked: um, Has there been a point in your life where you felt like you were your most happiest? Um, so mm-hmm. the reason why I um, like did it for Leah because she just said that she haven't felt like she's been happy in a long time. So I'm like, okay, well, let it. Where would you happier than your lowest point? And she was just like, now, oh yeah. I think my most happiest was last year. I was really like on top of the world last year. I just yeah. felt like even, even kid, I was good. Like. Mm-hmm. All departments of my life felt good. Uh, I mean, I wasn't dating anyone, but that was yeah. okay. That was okay. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that real quick. Just nice. Okay, you know, I feel like too. Like just to put something in there real quick. I feel mm-hmm. like why I'm kind of weirded out, why I'm super happy right now, is because usually I put my happiness in other people. Like ever since I started dating, I always have somebody on the side of me that I like put my all into because they're like my source of happiness so mm-hmm. I'm like dang I'm not dating anyone I'm just chilling it's just yeah. me and I'm like really happy so I'm like dang I've missed out on this the whole time of course I still yeah. want to get married eventually I still want a family I still want to date but like yeah. I'm you like I'm good by myself yeah yeah, At peace. yeah. that mm-hmm. mindset right now that you just explained it's kind of how my mom is at right now mm-hmm. like she's like I'm actually happy i think i'm fine whereas she's been in a relationship since she was like born i'm playing (laughs) (laughs) i noticed i feel like me and your mom have so much in common like the stuff i talked to you about you use your mom like life as examples towards you like i'm like damn like me and her kind of got a lot in common yeah Yeah, maybe that's why i love you (laughs) (laughs) it's like we're like attracted to each other Yeah, we're like opposite in some ways, but yeah. <laughs> what is your mom's sign again? You said she a Leo, right? Yeah, she a Leo. Okay. I'm a Leo too, but I feel like I'm more like a Cancer. Because mm. Leos be like spotlight, all that, but I'm not. I don't think unless y'all see something different in me, I don't know. <laughs> this can be another topic. Uh, the topic of astrology and spirit, spirit, not spirituality, but religion. Because sometimes I'll be feeling like talking about like signs and stuff be taboo, especially because we're like worshiping yeah. God. Yeah, that is so true. Like all the other like alternative stuff that people be doing, it doesn't yeah. taboo. Because I'm like, you see how your mom's a Leo, y'all act nothing alike. So I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe this astrology stuff really don't be it. Like God just made us all like different in our own ways. It's just so happened a lot of people think that all Leos act the same because right. they make three of them. 
Right. But, <laughs> I met three of them in your right. whole lifetime. That's all they need. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all practice astrology, like right. maybe they should be on this podcast, a next podcast show, and like explain it to us. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Did I answer your question, Amaya? Yeah, you just like last year. What oh, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Maya? Um, I want to say last year after deployment. I think I took some time to really um, understand who I was as a person mm-hmm. and um, figure out a lot of things on my own without getting opinions of others because I feel like that was another downfall of mine. And I feel like I'm kind of getting back into like trying to hear everybody's opinion before actually doing something. And when you put everybody's opinion in your life, you start making decisions based off them, especially if, like for me. I know like I like to make sure like people happy and everything like that. So when that started to come into play, it's just like I'm making decisions for them and not for myself. Yeah. So yeah. But I feel like last year after deployment, I felt like I was so sure of myself. I had so much surety. Like I ain't have to ask nobody for nothing. I was like good. I was in a good headspace and everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I feel like that's when I was my most happiest. And I strive to get to that girl like all the time. Like of course, not necessarily saying I'm going, I'm trying to go back to the past because, you know, every, right. with life, you're always growing, you're always changing, you're always, you know, but for that girl, she was, I love her. She was unapologetic. You, unapologetic. I want to ask, like, can you pinpoint why you were, like, what was it that you were doing during that time? Can you remember? Or like, Were yeah. you, like, heavy, like, worshiping God at that time? I'm just curious, because that's a question for you, too, see? Yeah. Um. Actually, Yes and no. Um, I was cursing, drinking, <laughs> except I'm not cursing no more. <laughs> I guess, like, y'all, I don't know why, but it like make not make me mad, but I be feeling some type of way when y'all be saying, like, um, y'all was cursing, drinking, all that. Cause I feel like you can still do that and still be heavy in the word of God. Cause it'd be some people who always in church and they don't sin, but they be like the worst people ever. So it's like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like for everybody, it's different. Like people view viewpoint is different. Like okay. me, not, it's bad because I don't like. That's not to me. That's not bad. I'm like mm-hmm. my um my mom. Every now and then she drink wine and everything like that. Every now and then she curse. I'm not saying sitting up here and saying like every now I don't curse. Like if I'm upset, I cuss where my slip out. Like I ain't perfect, but I'm actually trying not to curse. I, I think I was, God calls you to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? In certain seasons. That makes like, exactly. Yeah. You might be fine with drinking right now, but next summer, something might come upon you where you're like, hmm, that actually disgusts me. Yeah, God might be like, oh, this is not for you. This is not the path. Yeah. And exactly. for you to get closer to me, I have to take that away from you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I was... I was reading a lot more books. I had a lot of more time. Of course, I was in the desert, so I didn't really have that many distractions. Um, and when I say distractions, I mean, like, what's a distraction? Boys. Have, like, my work, my job. Like, don't get me wrong. Was it work in the desert? It wasn't bad. But I think I was around new people, new mindsets, new... Um, the job was super easy. All I did was sit in the car and drive people around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that moment, I guess I was also around people who were 
who had a positive impact on my life. And not saying that y'all don't, but it was nice. Like Leah said, to sometimes, you know, you don't want to talk to your known friends. Sometimes you want to hear other people's perspective. So seeing females who were, and males who were in a different light than what I saw males before, specifically males, because before I'm like, I can't be male, um, friends with no um, males. Like all they want to do is have sex and do this and do that. But when I went to the, got deployed, it was just like, dang, I got all these cool dudes. And they aren't trying to, you know what I'm saying, come off or try to, like, have sex with me or anything like that. They're actually genuine people and stuff. So it was just, I don't know, it was just new. And then once I got back, um, I was in isolation again. He placed, God placed me in isolation. Um, was it different? Absolutely. It's like I was comfortable with being isolated because I was so was isolated in Del Rio? Yeah. Um, once I got back from deployment because you was, I think you were still there, Leah. Or you went or you was in uh, San Antonio. Uh, I was in San Antonio. Yeah. And then C was gone, Des mm-hmm. was gone, was gone. And mm-hmm. it was just like all I had was just time. Even when I went back to work, it was like But you still had friends there. You Yeah, but me Yeah, but me and Jada wasn't like like how we would be, um, like her coming over all the time and everything like mm-hmm. that. It wasn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. or us like going out all the time. It wasn't really like that. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I was like time for my word and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. that's how I know I'm happy when I'm in the kitchen cooking. If I ain't in the kitchen cooking, I'm not happy. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Doing that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. She was she was it. And when dudes come up, okay, and what you, what you trying to mm-hmm. do? It's so <laughs> to me how mental health be affecting like the way we eat. Like when we happy, we really do be in the kitchen cooking, whole meals, <laughs> all that. Bro, we the yeah. best noodles. Bro, be eat some of everything. Why I got corn dogs in the refrigerator, bro? I'm like, I ain't never. Dude. Just don't care about yourself no more. Microwave it, everything. Everything. The package, you know how you supposed to microwave this. You're supposed to put it in the oven. I'm still going to put it in the microwave. Bro, still going to put it in the microwave. Every time. Look, radiation still, like, probably making our depression worse. Man, you looking at that food like, bro, I don't even want this for real, but it's something cute. It'll feel But I do, I do miss those wing stop nights. That's yeah. what I miss. I feel like Mama's Hell could be way better right now if I had Wingstop nights with Maya <laughs> and wine nights with C. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> that was so good times. <laughs> I feel like during those times, those moments, I kind of did take them for granted because I'm like, dang, I'm trying to leave. I'm ready to leave. Yeah. Now look at me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but even when I was like, man, I can't wait to leave, I still was like, I was like, dang, I am going to miss. I'm going to miss my, I'm going to miss Leah. There's certain coworkers who I wish I could have put in my pocket and like brought with me to my shop in Charleston. Like, even when I was like, I really want to leave, I was like, dang, there's good people here. It's, that's one thing I can't say. Even though the base is kind of, mm, we made a lot of great connections for sure. And people that are going to be like long time friends. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I think it's like just y'all super. <laughs> <laughs> And this. That's about it. Mm, okay, got you. Mm. And Del Rio. Yeah. I mean, I do miss my coworkers. Like, even I do miss like talking 
talking shit with my coworkers, like just venting, all that different stuff. I miss that little stuff. And ba- basically, it was like always girls in the office too. So I miss mm-hmm. like the sisterhood and work and just venting to them like every day because we see each other Monday through Friday. But yeah. I really feel like one reason I'm at my happiness right now is because I'm not at that toxic job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so true. That really took a toll on you. Yeah, it really <laughs> did. And I didn't, I thought, like, I thought I hated working, like, period. But even, like, coming to San Antonio and working at that homeless shelter, like, I know I was depressing on that time, but I love going into work. Like, I really love that job. And I kind of wish I could have kept it, but I couldn't keep it because they wanted me to work full time. But, like, yeah. still, I really love that job. And it's like, dang, like, it's not me. It's yeah. really that was that job that was really like taking a toll on my mental health. So yeah. that kind of like gives me hope. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it's yeah, it's crazy. But it's you look at you now. Look at you now. Yeah, Got it's out. giving me hope for the future, and I feel like that's why like I I kind of don't doubt God just because what he's shown me and I'm like really like usually I be thinking oh, my future gonna be the same I'm gonna be 40 something still getting my heart broke still trying to look for a husband or a wife and I'm just like sitting in this house depressed alone blah blah, blah. but like right now I just feel like okay what God, the same house in the same street the same apartment <laughs> <laughs> oh girl no one thing I'm gonna do is move if I can't find happiness in Texas Girl, I'm going to Florida. If I can't find happiness in Florida, girl, I'm going to Kentucky. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he said, baby, she going to move. Oh, my God. Bro, I'll literally move to where she at. And, like, <laughs> if I can't be happy out there, Tamaya. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, bro. <laughs> That's what I like, too, about not being in the military. Like, I just like the flexibility. So. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. During that time, you want to play? Okay. I wasn't like reading my word, but I wasn't reading my word. Like I didn't start reading my word until I got out here for real. Um, but I think like why I was my happiest is because one, piggyback off what Leah said, I got out of Del Rio, and I removed myself. I put a lot of distance between a lot of just SHIT that happened out there. So that, like, moving into my home, I, I'm not even going to lie. Like, that's the nicest place I've, like, ever, like, okay, maybe not the nicest place I've ever lived at. But, like, when it comes to, yeah, it's the nicest place I've ever lived at. It's not the but biggest the place. the nicest place you ever lived at besides that? Uh, my stepdad's house where we lived in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I would say that was nice but like it was that's the house that was renovated and like gutted out on the inside on the outside it's an old victorian home so like it was really big whatever but my house is like in my opinion is, is modern it has like some character to it and stuff like that perfect. and you said what i said your house is perfect thank yeah. you <laughs> so i had like when i first moved in I had like imposter syndrome of like, do I even deserve this? Like, this is too nice. Like, it was really hard walking around thinking like, this is mine. It was really weird. So I had like imposter syndrome. But when I got used to it, I was like, okay, yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. that's the feeling I can't wait for. Like, I wish Bro. I could just go buy a house like right now. But yeah, I also don't want to rush myself. But I know it'll eventually come. But I know it's gonna come. It's gonna feel so good because you waited for it and you know you had your coins together when you got it and stuff like that. Like it's gonna yeah. feel good because of your weight. 
So yeah, like I definitely knew that because you know I was sleeping on that freaking uh blow up mattress. Listen, transparent moment. I was sleeping on a blow up mattress that had a hole in it. So <laughs> I would sleep on it. I would get in that thing at night. It was full. By the morning, I was on the floor and I cold towel. <laughs> so I went from the trenches <laughs> to the freaking pilots. I love my bed now. <laughs> but yeah, it was just crazy and then like during that time that whole year in february i launched my business by jane the month before in january i had met met my mentors and like was introduced to some of my business partners and stuff like that and so that changed my my, my life because that was like yo there's this whole like world of positive people like amazing people who i didn't even realize like existed like you know like at work people complain constantly when they had man break room people complain complain and it's like it's our normal nature to like always complain whereas in that environment um it's just really positive and it's very intentional and it's good christian people even like the men in that environment seeing them help me realize there's such good men out here in this world Mm -hmm. so and seeing like people with money like millions and they're still so humble and they're good Christian people. So that helped me realize like, yo, there's actually really amazing people in this world. Um, and then I'll, it also like brought me closer to God. And I end up, I don't know if I told y'all this, but I got saved July 11th last year. Mm-hmm. So that was like, I feel like like the beginning of things. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the picture that did you take? Pictures? I have a picture. Yeah, I do. It was Why? like a baptized. About this. I don't know. I guess because like I don't know. But I do have a picture. It wasn't like a baptism, but it was like me getting saved. So it's a picture of me at the altar. Um, but yeah, I was like crying so hard. Like, oh my gosh. I was crying all day. Went to lunch afterwards. And oh, thanks for listening to listening to me, Cash. Cash is like I'm so patient right now. Like <laughs> anyway, but we went to lunch afterwards. I started crying again, talking about something. Like I was so emotional that whole day. It was crazy. Did you wear uh, like regular regular clothes? I had on it was nice clothes. I had on like some blue slacks and like nice little white blouse. It was a little song song with a little top bun, you know. I had you know, I remember bun. the day I got saved, and it yeah. was like really like one of the best days of my life because I just felt God on me. Like I really did. Yes. I would have cried tears of joy if they did not put me in that nut outfit, bro. Like they literally <gasps> had me at church. No, she did on my head, and this white big <laughs> dress. Like I was just, <laughs> not the nun outfit. Yes, not the nun outfit. Be in the water. Like, I think they told me not to wear, like, certain jaws or something under it. I think I had on, like, white jaws to match the outfit. So, mm-hmm. when you dip all white in water, it's going to cling to your body, bro. Yeah. Everybody saw my, like, my stuff. <gasps> I was so They were not Why thinking did... about that. What the heck? Why did you keep wearing Did I show y'all the video? No. I have to send y'all the video. It's How amazing. old were you? I was 18. Oh my god! <laughs> he said, "I will always." <laughs> oh baby, but yeah, I don't. Know. I just want to talk about stuff. Yeah, and I'm gonna send y'all um the picture too. But I was just on top of my stuff last year. Business was good. Mm-hmm. Work was cool. And yeah, I was seeing my family around and stuff. Yeah. 
But we out here. I'm going to get back to that when I get back. I hope. I will. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> she said we out here. Y'all, <laughs> y'all in <ending> phrases. <laughs> so, um, do y'all have any, like, closing statements? Um, I got something. If y'all... Let me know what you got. What you got. All right, baby, baby, let me go ahead. <clears throat> let me just go ahead and say this. If y'all mm-hmm. are dealing with mental health um, or any mental health at all or just struggling with faith and you feel like you're the only person that's going through it, do not feel like that because nobody is perfect. I don't care who you probably idolize or who you probably think is going through, having the best time in their life. Just know somebody's going through something and even though they may not deal with mental health on a daily basis, some people mental health do get tried and maybe they have coping mechanisms to get through it. Um, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a journey. Just know that once you eventually do see the light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, you will understand that instead of you doing it as, oh, what I've been through, you're going to view it as a testimony that's going to help other people. Mm-hmm. And testimony saves lives for sure mm-hmm. a lot of lives especially when god is in it and you continue to keep god in it no matter how much you're struggling with your faith so yeah we're praying for you all out there um just know that god got us for sure i don't say it for maya huh mm-hmm. since since you've been like the main one feeling this way lately do you feel like this podcast like benefited you in any way or like this episode Absolutely, because I haven't really talked to anyone about it, like, at all, like, the beginning of this week, um, we can't, I feel like, um, I, I, I mean, we can keep it raw. Um, beginning of this week, I was going through some of my hardest moments, and I didn't tell nobody, like, where, it was, I had very close calls, for sure, um, so, yeah, so, I mean, right now, I'm fine, um, mm-hmm. Better, I know it gets better. Um, especially like as I continue to try to implement, you know, positive things in my life rather than negative, because this job is very negative. Um, it does play a lot of my emotions, and then then a lot of personal stuff on the back end, like not having my parents call me every day, because um, I haven't spoke to my dad. Like I have to reach out to my dad now. Normally he'll reach out to me. I haven't spoke to my dad in a minute, and when I do speak to him. They don't really understand, like like you were saying, Leah, like they don't understand at all, like how I'm feeling. They'll try to be like, okay, you know, it's gonna get better and everything like that. At times, you don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. At times, I need people to be like, I need people to be like, okay, like you know, right now, or I I've been through like personal experience like we're having now, and that's what I was telling y'all like. When I say I depend on y'all, y'all don't think y'all realize how much. Because even when I was going through this, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking about who would really truly miss me when I'm gone. So I'm like, if I ain't got nobody, like my parents ain't hit me up, I ain't supposed to my mom in months. My dad ain't really calling me like that. Like every now and again, you know, Leah C called. Des, one of my closest friends, I ain't called, I ain't spoke to her in like, they know all a month. And I'm like, that ain't my here, I ain't got no family. I'm like, shh, that's fine. My family don't call no way because they think, I'm not trying to talk to them the whole time. I'm struggling mentally. And y'all feel mm-hmm. just like that because y'all mm-hmm. so stuck in what y'all think is right or what y'all feel is right. Right. Um, based off old knowledge. But right. it's going to get better. You know, it's trying right now, of course, but I'm fine. Look, it's going to be fine. 
I was gonna say to that point, um, I was literally about to say, like, as a closing remark to whoever's listening, I don't care. Like, if you if you have one person who you know will listen to you, reach out to that one person. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I don't have people physically with me at all. I really don't have any humans around me who I can even like talk to. <laughs> But like like you said, Maya, I rely on y'all as well. I rely on my friends. Um, I rely on my mom. Because um, that's, you know, that's who I got. I can reach out to, like, maybe other family. But, like, who really, really know me is Maya, Leah, Kiva, Naya, Brittany, and my mom. So if I feel like I don't have anyone else, I know I got y'all. And... Like thank God for this virtual stuff where I can rely on people who aren't even the same in the same country as me. So to people who are listening, if you got one person who you feel like you can go to, go to that one person. Like because the enemy wants us to be isolated and wants us to feel isolated and wants us to feel like don't nobody love us or don't nobody care if we be here so that he can really pounce on us and really get in our inner thoughts. He wants us to feel really isolated. But that's not the truth. The truth is that people what really this is to who anyone's listening. This this is like uh sorry y'all. Um but yeah, I just had another thought, but I'll talk about it later. Oh, I thought I still got supposed to say. I know you was Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to say it on the podcast? Oh yeah. I okay. kinda just wanted I just wanted to tell people like sometimes somebody just need a listening ear, like Cause yeah. a lot of times, like I know me and Maya, we mainly us, we go through like the same feelings, same stuff, and like I'm still be dealing with like like what she going through. So like I tell her like I hear you, and I try to give her advice. But I'm like sometimes people don't even need like solid advice because I don't even know what to say. But sometimes it just feel good to vent to somebody instead of holding all that stuff in, so we don't suppress our emotions. So even if there's someone to just listen to you, they don't even have to tell you advice, like. Make sure you just talk to someone who doesn't see your... Because what I feel like a lot of the times when I talk to other people, when I try to mention them, they think it's me complaining or they feel like I'm ungrateful or they just be like, oh, this person just telling me all this different stuff and I don't want to hear that right now. Like, just make sure you have friends or anybody that you can just talk to and they just sit there and listen. Like, even if it has to be a therapist, even if it's yourself, like, I saw this on TikTok where this girl, like, she didn't have anyone to really talk to. So what she would do is she would prop her, like, laptop or phone or whatever up. And she would just videotape herself, like, just... Baby, every- I'll talk to myself. Yeah, every day what she's going through, mm-hmm. how she's feeling. And she, like, literally gradually saw her stuff, her, saw herself feeling better. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering and stuff because I'm talking <laughs> too fast. <laughs> but, yeah, she saw herself getting better, like... You can even record yourself talking to God. Like, mm-hmm. literally, just make sure you just say anything. Because I know sometimes it feels like no one's here for us. No one wants to listen to us. Because the same way like it is with your parents, Maya, is the same way with mine. So, like, and it was taking a toll out of me. And I was beginning to resent them. But I realized resenting my parents is not going to help me at all. So, mm-hmm. just trying to, like, get better from that, too. So That was really good, Leah. That's going to be super helpful. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, and Maya, I wanted to let you know, like, I literally pray for you daily. I pray for you and C, like, daily. And my prayers may not mean that much, but, like, I really be praying for you a lot, Maya, because I know what you're going through. Like, I know how it feels to have a job, take a toll on your mental health, and feel like you can't escape something. 
So mm-hmm. just know, like, if you ever just want to call, group FaceTime me and see. I know I don't always reply mm-hmm. back, but I'm going to answer that phone call for sure. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, that's mm-hmm. so sweet. It's so crazy that she said that. And this is what interceding is. Basically, where you're basically going in, like, hard. Okay, so basically, where you're going in hard in prayer for some for other people. And I felt like it was at one point where I was praying for everybody and doing, like, everything for everybody. And I feel like right now, like how I'm struggling with my faith, I can't even intercede for myself. So I'm like, God, like, basically send people who, you know, like simple prayers like that. Like, Leah, when I tell you I appreciate it, I appreciate it because I don't have the strength in me right now to pray off demons that I'm struggling with, to pray off the enemy trying to basically come and take my life and everything like that and, you know, try to stop him or whatever. So small prayers like that. And another thing I was going to say is having that safe space. Like, mm-hmm. it's so crazy, but my safe space is my bathroom. That's where I go mm-hmm. and I let everything out. I love that. Like, my I mean- bathroom is everything to me. Like, I have it set up to where it's just like I go in there and I know for a fact that I'm going to relax. Can't no bad energy coming in. If it's bad, I don't want it. No. Because that's where I can be my most vulnerable self. And if it's not in place and in order, then I feel like nothing is right so and that's how i used to feel about my like my entire apartment when i was in del rio um Mm -hmm. but now like like you said like once you have a place to call to truly call your home i feel like you become more content with going home to it and you know knowing that the outside world is the outside world but the way that i have my crib set up and the way that i have everything in place is is right enough for me to you know be vulnerable let my guard down and everything like that i feel like right now my crib is not my home like and that's okay because like eventually like she said like once we find that spot we can call our home and mm-hmm. worth the wait but and I feel yeah. that's how it is for me y'all like yeah. i feel like really? a lot of people don't understand when they say i just want to stay in the house like tonight like i'll be outside eventually but it's like my home, even though it's an apartment, like, I would love to have a house. And even though, like, see, you don't know this. And, of course, audience don't know this. But I, I think I have a lizard in my apartment. Like, I cannot find it. But I still love my apartment because, like, this is where I feel safe at. This is where I feel calm. And sometimes the outside world can give you anxiety. And I'm not saying you have to shelter in your house all the time. But, like, so, yeah. I feel like some people need breaks. And that's why they're constantly, yeah. like, fighting demons because they constantly feel like they have to be outside instead of being in their home. So. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. When I lived in Florida, we saw get lizards in our house. <laughs> so don't but even feel bad. How did you get them out? I don't know. It was my stepdad getting injured out. One time we had a whole frog in there, bro. I couldn't sleep at night. Oh, uh-huh. I'm bro, scared I, of frogs. But frogs, no. no. Yeah. But y'all want to end it? I was say because um, if you read the end, I can end it with like the. Suicide number and then like the text. Ooh, great that, idea. That'll be good. So y'all ready? You got more to say? And no. I can put that in the um the paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, wait, see, you normally end it. Me? Yeah. All right, y'all. I love you. Uh <laughs> <I'm playing>. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be safe out here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> we had such a deep episode. And then she was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Got a blast. <laughs> I, yo. 
But no, for real. I hope y'all gain something from this or like even something tiny where maybe you relate it to something or, you know, you gain some type of maybe coping mechanism that we do. Maybe you can adopt it as well. Um, and just know you're not alone. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not. I promise you, you're not. And your life is so valuable. Um, and if you are struggling right now, because that's the thing, you're not crazy if you're struggling. Don't feel like you're crazy. Um, we do have the suicide prevention number that Maya is going to drop and some other nuggets she may drop. All right. So, um, like she said, the number for the suicide prevention is 800. So 800-273-8255. Or you can just call 988. Text 988 and somebody on the hotline will help you. They are available 24-7. So if you're going through anything, you feel like you can't talk to anyone in that moment, reach um, And I'm pretty sure they will get you the help that you need. Peace. Yes. Thank you so much. Peace. Love. Yeah. Stay blessed. <laughs>